Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Rick Plaskett with Action Coach. Welcome, Rick. Hey, thank you, Lee. Great to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about your practice. How are you serving folks at Action Coach? You know, a little bit about my practice. Um, right now, the biggest thing that I'm doing is uh, is helping clients, business owners prepare for all of the unknown. Now, there's so many things changing in the business world today. And, um, you know, everybody's proven in 2020 that their crystal ball just doesn't work. So that's not the approach that business owners really want to be able to take it, uh, advantage of opportunities in this uh, ever-changing and rapidly changing world. So now, can you tell us a little bit about your typical client? Are they just, are they business owners? Are they kind of enterprise level business owners? Are they smaller? Like who do you normally target to help? Yeah, super great question, Lee. I actually have two different categories. Um, one is the, is the business owner. You know, mom and pop uh, owns business. Many of mine are multi-generational uh, businesses that have been around for quite some time. And uh, they either have an opportunity to transition into the next generation or they have uh, opportunities to expand and grow. Uh, the other part of my business is uh, executive coaching. Um, I've got a number of uh, C-level clients that I coach to uh, more of a, a leadership uh, mentoring type of program there. Most of the time, that's uh, an invitation that I've been uh, asked to uh, address of uh, uh, a company's board that they have somebody that they are uh, grooming to become the next generation leader. Now, what's your backstory? How did you get involved in coaching? Oh, man. Backstory. Uh, let's see. I started adulthood by graduating from West Point, uh, served in the Army for 14 years and multiple leadership uh, roles. That's where I like to uh, have my tagline of I'm a very slow learner because I jumped out of a perfectly good airplane in mid-flight more than once uh, and actually enjoyed it for many, many years. Uh, from there, I moved to uh, corporate America. Uh, was in senior leadership positions with uh, companies like John Deere and Delta Airlines. And last one I had was Home Depot. Um, after serving in, uh, in, in playing with corporate America, I decided to, it's time to do it for myself and become an entrepreneur. And so for the last 14 years, um, I've been associated with Action Coach. Uh, started out in Georgia um, had a short time here in Louisville, and before the end of this month, I will have uh, Columbus, Ohio as my new home. And what attracted you to Action Coach? Um, you know, it was interesting. Um, all through the, the years that I was in corporate America myself, we were always uh, working with different consultants. Uh, but the concept of coaching um, really caught my mind and caught my eye. 
Uh, it's, it's just such a different approach. You know, a consultant takes your watch, tells you what time it is, uh, gives you a book on how to read a watch and then walks away with your watch. Um, you know, a, a coach is, is just like a, a little league coach or a sports coach. You know, they're there to, to help people be a better version of themselves and to help people hit the, uh, the, the life goals that they want. Um, the sport just happens to be business instead of uh, baseball, football, or basketball. Now, how did your military background kind of play into your coaching style, or does it? You know, it's interesting, Lee. Um, I had a conversation with a couple of gentlemen just this morning about that. You know, one of the first lessons that we had at West Point was we had to stay, uh, stay up on current events. Every single morning, we had to read the newspaper and be conversant in what was going on around the world. I think that that, uh, together with a, a, a just a multiple uh, approach on planning and preparing, um, helps me take a look at, you know, what are the opportunities in the world and are we addressed for that? And um, then helping business owners use their strengths to address the opportunities in the world instead of focusing on their weaknesses all the time. Now, how do you help that entrepreneur kind of get clarity around the mission uh, like the military does such a great job in in really kind of defining the mission and elevating the team as the kind of unique kind of group that can get this mission done? You know, Lee, those are super questions. And uh, I mean, you've asked any of my clients over the last year, uh, they won't even know that I was using the military planning, but they'll say uh, every last one of them has continually told me, Rick, I don't know what we're doing, but we always seem to be two weeks ahead of the, the curve of whatever's happening. You know, quite honestly, in the military, when I grew up through all of the leadership roles, um, we had what was called a five paragraph operations order and it, and it, you just, you, you change the names around, uh, you change the nomenclature around, to use a thesaurus to make it more business oriented, but the concept is still the same. And the concept is very, very sound, regardless of whether you're Apple or your, you know, Aunt Tilly's, uh, cupcake factory. Um, you know, you look at the first thing is the situation, what's going on around the world, what's going on in your market, what's going on on your corner. The next thing is to be very, very clear with what your mission is. What do you want to achieve and, and when do you want to achieve it? The, uh, the third part of that is uh, what we call a concept of the operation. And usually that's uh, three or four different ways to achieve the mission. And then the really interesting parts that many people just don't address in business world is the fourth part, and that is uh, what we call support. Where is your support, particularly after this last year of everybody being locked down in quarantine and, you know, being told to do business this way or that way? um, You know, so many people want to look in the mirror first and don't look beyond that. And yet um, in the military, we always looked at what other support did we have that could help us get the mission done. And then, of course, the last part is um, what we used to call command and control. But it's basically what's your organization chart, who's in charge, who knows that they're in charge, and how are we going to communicate? You know, the, the more that you can get communication into the rhythm uh, just like a football team, more that you can have 
business communications, just like a football team operates, the less drama they have, the less uh, uh, complexity you have, and the more everybody seems to be pulling in the same direction. Now, when you're working with a client, especially early on, how many times does that client think that they have clarity in their messaging? And how many times do they actually have clarity in their messaging? Oh, are you trying to set me up, Lee? <laughs> um, you, you know, that's like going through uh, a college, okay? A freshman thinks they have clarity on the world. And then they come back for sophomore year and they know just a little bit more and they have a little more life experiences and that clarity changes. And by the time you graduate, that clarity has evolved even further. And then, of course, you go into, uh, you know, graduate degree and postdoctorate degree and your clarity just continues to refine itself. So the answer is they always have a degree of clarity and uh, th there's always a smile on their face when I help them break through the limitations that uh, of what they don't know they don't know. It's like that Mike Tyson quote, like everybody has a plan until I punch them in the face. At some point, reality or life or business punches you in the face and then you realize how much you don't know. It, it, exactly. You know, in the military, we just change that punch in the face until the first bullet flies. Then you're all of your planning that you've done for months or, or weeks or whatever just goes out the door. Um, but it really doesn't because it's all about the spirit of the planning and the spirit of, uh, you know, planning is is a is an old world. If you haven't planned before the pandemic hit, then you're way, way behind the ball. Um you know, right now it's being prepared. It's it's what you have, what you have right now, what are the opportunities that you have right now, and and how do you address it with your resources and your your strengths? Um, so preparedness uh, is is the proper word, not not planning. And when you say preparedness, it's um, it's kind of maximizing your strengths, right? And then. Uh, it, it does it maximizing and leveraging your strengths to their fullest is one part of the equation, but also shoring up your weaknesses is another. How do you help your clients kind of ma manage that balance? Or are you of the philosophy that, you know, hey, don't worry about your weaknesses. Just let's just focus on your strengths. Well, if I work backwards from that, uh, you, you know, I like to look at every one of my clients as if they're Superman you know, they have strengths. And if the world acknowledges those strengths, those strengths are actually your superpower. Right? So I may be strong in one area, but if the rest of the world doesn't see that, then it's not my superpower. But if everybody looks at me and says, there goes the guy that can do blank, 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 that's my superpower. Just like Superman, he gets in a room with that kryptonite and, and he can't even walk away from it. He's got to have Lois Lane or Jimmy Olsen help him move away from the kryptonite. Um, you, you know, developing strengths, yeah, I mean, or developing weaknesses, um, you know, that's just not the way I coach. Um, you know, are there some basic fundamental weaknesses? If you want to move fast, then yeah, you're going to have to learn how to run or, or drive a, a race car. Um, but many times it's, it's a simple thing of acknowledging what the weakness is and finding a solution for it and helping people realize that sometimes they don't have to be the solution. 
Uh, you know, I, I'm not a musician. I cannot play music. I cannot take a, a, a sing a note myself, but I can appreciate it when someone else does and I can turn the volume up. And it's one of those things you that requires a little bit of humility, though. And um, sometimes entrepreneurs think that they have to be the ones with all the answers and it's hard for them to step back and be a little humble and say, you know what, that's not my superpower. My superpower is this. That's why I got you on the team, because you're the one who's going to make that happen. You, you know, you're absolutely correct. There's there's superpowers, there's egos, and then there's what people see in the mirror versus what the rest of the world sees. Um, you know, I, I've got a little secret weapon that I use, um, and it's a, a very simple tool that helps people identify what their um, what their current values are. And, uh, you know, many times we, we start by, in the military, we were always taught never attack a frontal attack, always find a weakness and, and do an end round. It's better that way. You, you, you have a higher rate of success. It's the same thing in this type of scenario, Lee. You know, if I can help someone identify and really identify with what their values are, you know, then we pivot and say, okay, out of the values that you have, say you have three or four values that you hold dearly. Well, every single day when you're holding this radio show and talking with people, if your values are being met, then you're actually energized. But if your values are not being met, if there's a void there, then there's like a leech on your energy that just sucks it away. And so many times that that ego or that false self image, um, we can find a root in that in their values and help them see that are they being true to their own values and what they say is important, then let's find a a solution to this. Now, let's talk about how folks um, initially find you. Like, what's the pain that they're having where uh, they're going, you know what, I got to get a hold of Rick and his team. Uh, What's happening in their business or in their life? where, um, you know, there's some breadcrumbs for you to say, you know what, this is a good time for me to interject myself. You know, it's interesting. Uh, most of my clients find me um, one, one of two or three areas. The first one is they have, uh, they've gone through their honeymoon of their business. They've got a business that's functioning and yet they find in some way, shape or form, they feel a little bit enslaved by the business. They, they may see an opportunity to grow into a, a new territory, a, a new business, um, and they just can't seem to, they recognize that they need to get out of their own way, but they don't know how to do that. Um, the other one that has been for the last four or five years has just uh, dominated a lot of my business has been uh, multi-generational. You, you know, the, the, the father and the son, the, the, all of the different family connections that will get together for Easter dinner, will get together in a backyard barbecue for Mother's Day or Memorial Day coming up. But if you ask one what the other's goal is in their business, it usually starts out, well, I think. And so, you know, helping them to become aligned in what the business really means to each generation uh, is, is a huge benefit I have. Now, here recently, Lee, the, the phone's been going off the hook on a whole lot of businesses that say, 
you know, I can't hire right now. What's your magic pill? And I don't have a magic pill. I've got a lot of solutions and a lot of successful solutions that we've done with people. And most of it is involved in, in hiring, not the traditional way. Uh, but that's, that's a major challenge today with, with many of my clients is, is hiring people. The good news is most of them have the people that they need right now. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're, you know, sitting back and comfortable. There's a lot of things that, leaders and business owners really need to be focused on in the area of people right now because of the national environment that we have in the, in the labor area. So now for you personally, what's the most rewarding part of this job? I mean, now you have a different mission, a different hill you're trying to take. Is this as rewarding as your time in the military? Is this a different kind of rewarding? I would hope it's a different type of uh, rewarding, you know, in the military, it was, did we get back all in one piece? Um, you know, no, I, I will, let me just share a story with you, Lee. There was uh, several years ago, um, I got a phone call, I guess it was about eight thirty, nine o'clock at night um, from Grover. Grover was a 10 year old son of one of my clients and he had uh, called me on my cell phone. They were all in the car together. And, you know, here this 10-year-old boy is saying, hey, coach, dad's taking us to Disney World. He got his client, um, you know, and, and his dad was um, his dad was was having this opportunity. He had a, a opportunity to grow his business, probably double it. We doubled it with just two new clients. And for six months, he was looking at it and and. It was paralysis. It was anal or paralysis by analysis. He was looking at it sixteen different ways, and the way we finally broke through was um, just happened to, to visit, and we were sitting on his front porch one day when his uh, his son came home on the school bus. And uh, to make a long story short, I asked my client to put a picture of his family on the bathroom mirror and write down his goal of signing these two major clients to his business and put that on the on the uh, refrigerator door in the kitchen. And, you know, I said, who's going to hold you more accountable in the world than a 10 year old son? And darned if uh, it, it wasn't three days later that he signed both of those clients, um, doubled his business. And uh, that was the most rewarding um to this day, that is still the most rewarding phone call that I got for helping him get where he wanted to be and what it meant to him and his family. And it meant uh, that he had to get clarity around his why he's doing this. It, exactly. He, he had to stop telling himself all of the, the false stories that he was telling himself. And, you know, he could tell a whole lot of people in his life, but I finally found the one trigger that he couldn't tell uh, no to and tell all of his, his BS to, and that was his son. Wow. Powerful stuff. Um, is there somebody that wants to learn more about your work or get on your calendar to have a conversation? What is the best way to get a hold of you? You know, Lee, the best way to get a hold of me right now is, uh, is LinkedIn is, uh, you know, just look me up, Rick Plaskett. I'm the only one there, Rick Plaskett action coach. Um, 
you know, ask to get connected with me from there, we can take it. And, you know, the, the, the great thing about this pandemic is it's really pushed people into a, a virtual connectivity. And, you know, yeah, I've, I've got a website, I've got an email address, but LinkedIn just is a, a great way to, to be able to see each other. People can look at me, see who I am uh, before they even talk to me. Good stuff. And that's Rick, R-I-C-K, Plastic, P-L-A-S-K-E-T. Check him out on LinkedIn, uh, connect with him, and get on his calendar, have a conversation, see if it's a good fit. Yeah, Lee, I mean, anybody that connects with me, I'd be more than happy to sit down and have a a complimentary uh, strategic assessment of where you are right now, where you want to be, and what's the strengths in your business. Good stuff, Rick. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Well, thank you, Lee, for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Hey.